Hello, good friends, and welcome to Don't Be Talkin'. Join myself and my sidekick, Megan, as we chat about some truths and nonsense. Whether you're driving in your car, taking a nice hot bath, or sipping on a cold drink on your patio, you're invited to get silly with us. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Don't Be Talkin'. We have Megan joining us again today, and we just wanted to chat with you again about some quarantine updates and uh, about routine and how you get anything done during quarantine. So, of course, (laughs) um, what we wanted to start with is our truth or nonsense. So, Mego, do you have a truth or nonsense? Truth or nonsense. I once was in a hot air balloon. Oh, that, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I'm thinking so hard about it. Um, I'm going to say no. Nonsense. Oh, you win. You win it all. Complete nonsense. I I mean, I did hold a bunch of helium balloons as a kid and hoped that I would float, but I didn't. (laughs) Are you afraid of heights? Absolutely terrified, yeah. Okay, because I I feel like I remembered that, and that's why I was like, I'm not sure if you would if you would do that. <laughs> I totally would one. though. I totally would though. Would you? Okay. Oh, I, oh yeah, I would love to do that or skydive or yeah. any of those things. The only like I love to face fears like that, but now if I had to put my hand in a jar with a spider, nah, not gonna happen. So that that <laughs> nope. Yeah, the like legitimate falling to my death thing doesn't actually scare me as much as the completely irrational fear of a spider (laughs) imagine if you were in the hot air balloon and there was a massive spider just coming towards you what would you do (laughs) there would be a very large mag splat on the ground below oh my god (laughs) what happened to megan up there well she saw a spider and jumped my dear (laughs) okay what's what's your truth or nonsense Okay, my uh, truth or nonsense is I have never drank a full beer in my life. I feel like that's true because you do not like beer. That's true. Damn it. That was so easy. I know it is. (laughs) That is true. I I was 16 and I was at a party. We couldn't even get booze really. So everybody was like, hey, do you want some of this beer? Do you want some of that beer? So I was just sipping a bunch of different beers. And then after that, I chugged a vodka orange juice, also known as a screwdriver. And I just was the sickest I've ever been in my life. So I uh, legit threw up for the whole night uh, into the next day, and I swore then that I would never drink beer again. And although I have had a few sips, I've almost thrown up every time I tried to sip it. And it was only because I told people that I didn't drink beer, and they're like, no, no, you'll like this one. Trust me. And I'm like, no, I won't. Trust me. I will sniff it, and even that will make me want to vomit. And it's true because <laughs> I've just done it because I was <laughs> under peer pressure. Like, okay, I'll just take a sip now. But yeah. Oh, it was man. a bad experience. I get it because like, I cannot look at a Smirnov Ice or a Mike's Hard Lemonade to this day. And that's because I was, you know, a teenager and had a few coolers. And the next day, just the sugar, the sweet, I was the sickest I've ever been in my life. And I cannot look at them oh. to this day. It's so bad. It stays with you, man. But one thing that always comes back for me and you is tequila. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh my god! It's the one thing that every morning, if we're if we go out together, the next morning I wake up and I immediately shudder, like there's a cold shiver down my back, and I go, "Oh, tequila!" <laughs> yet we do <laughs> it every time. Again. I know. I don't know what's wrong with us, but you know what? The last time we did it, we were okay. We Remember, were we good. did a few shots at Craig's show, and then uh, I, it was like one of my first nights out uh, drinking since I had Max, and I just really wanted to go back to some old times and shoot tequila again. So we had a nice few shots and we weren't doing too bad the next day. It wasn't terrible. No, I mean, I suffered for a couple hours in the morning, but God, a couple hours of hangover is nothing compared to what I'm used to. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I know we addressed this before. You were like, oh, you need the whole day. And I was like, well, I need three days. I don't know what it is, but my hangovers last a long time now. Oh yeah, no, I'm afraid to drink on Saturday now because I'm afraid I'll be hungover for work on Monday. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> it's got to be a Friday evening thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, of course, we want to go into our Quarren wins and Quarren fails. Ooh. I don't, ha- I don't know how to do the sound effects yet, so I'm just going to do them myself. <laughs> for, for now. Okay, you need to start this week. What's, what was your Quarren win? Okay, my win was... I got a couple of things planted, which I was super stoked about. Nice. But that's it. That's my win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like things that I can come steal? Like what, what do you have planted? <laughs> well, um, I'll get to that in a few minutes when we get to the fail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gave it away. Gave it away. <laughs> but there's a reason. There's a reason. So I'll wait. But okay. what, <laughs> what's your win? Well, okay, my my win this week has to be it, my mother's ism. It's uh, I, it was just the funniest thing that I've heard, and I mean you can put a beep over this because I do have to curse. But we were driving, and uh, there was a big transport truck in front of us, and I couldn't see the light if it was red or green coming up because the truck was huge, and my mom was trying to say, "It's so awful when you can't uh, when you can't see because of the truck in front of you." And she said, when you can't see because of the fuck in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me so happy. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't really have uh, flinched there because I guess a lot of people call people uh, an effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know if you want to keep this, you know, f- family-ish <laughs> You know what I mean? No, so. it's okay. We, yeah. we can actually uh, we can actually say for each podcast whether it's clean or explicit. So we'll just label this one explicit. Okay. Well, well, that's good fucking news. I'll tell you. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also didn't know that until like two days ago. So I kind of have to go back to the other three and rate them all explicit because I'm pretty sure we curse in at least once in every podcast. Probably, yeah. Which is really good for me because I mean, most people who know me know me that know that I curse like a sailor because I spend all day speaking French so I just have to get all the curses that I would have normally said out because I don't curse in French so I just like it's double time for me that's that's true yeah you said slang French is not your your forte no no, it's definitely not my forte so it's that's a good thing yeah absolutely because it like as when I was in a classroom teaching I would be terrified that like an f-bomb would slip out and luckily it never did because I've always taught in French so that never happened but if I had to teach in English that's a fear of mine 
because it's just, yeah. it's natural and it's scary. <laughs> I know. And I feel like it's so unattractive, <laughs> but I can't help it either. And I mean, my son, he's around all the time and I still don't have it in my head to, to get these curse words out of it. You know what I mean? I'm still saying terrible words around him and he's starting to actually say many more words now. So I really have to start thinking about it and be careful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough, man. It's a good thing. I don't have kids. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm great with kids. Well, I'm, I'm making myself sound horrible. I consider myself pretty good with kids, but the cursing is something that I really have to work on. <laughs> Me too, me too. Yeah. And I have a kid, so that's bad. It's probably too late now. I don't know. <laughs> um, he's saying, Max is saying so many things, and it's so cute, but like when you want him to say it, he won't do it. He just wants to do it on his own time. So he's been going around saying, ball, ball, ball. And it's the cutest thing ever. And then he threw something on the floor today when he was in his high chair. And I said, uh-oh. And then he went, uh-oh. <laughs> so he's starting to mimic me now. It's so cute. Oh, that's adorable. Now, see, I feel awful. But my uh, my little cousin, who is now 15, but um, when he was really young, he was out in the backyard skipping with his hula hoop. And I, of course, tripped and fell over because that's what I do. And I said, Jesus. And he, of course, then started skipping going, Jesus. Jesus. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, I know. And that's my fear about Max now copying me is that I will say, you know, a, a massive F word. And then he's just going to start saying it because I did teach him the word duck and he's been going around saying duck, duck. He can't say it perfectly. Right. He's just going duck, duck. But Soon he's going to be like, fuh, fuh. Oh, absolutely. My, I have older brothers, and so when I was born, they thought it was hilarious that I called all trucks the F word. Thought it was the funniest thing. So whenever we'd be driving, they would say, like, what's that driving down the road? What's that driving down the road? Just to get me to say it, because that was the only way that they could curse in the house was to get me to do it. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. And obviously, I guess your mom, she didn't care. Oh, you she know, thought it was hilarious. She, was, she thought it was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> no. When well, I got older, not so much. she's not shy to that word. No, yeah. no, exactly. When I got older, not so much. But as an adult now, it's, yeah, it's, she knows my problem with cursing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go into our fails. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my your, sound effects? Your win should have been your sound effects. Uh, okay. Right. What was your fail, Kimmy? So my fail was that this greenhouse was just a, a greenhouse kit, which I was so thankful to get because my father-in-law got it for me for Mother's Day. Well, my in-laws, I should say. He, he uh, put it together for me. So that was so nice. And um, the even though it was all tied down and I had like the, the pots planted, I didn't have the whole thing full or anything. I just planted a few little uh, things and, and a couple of them were beans and a couple plants. Anyway, um, it's really windy in Newfoundland and even though the greenhouse was tied down, it got very, very shaken and all of the pots fell right into the middle of the greenhouse and just went everywhere. So needless to say, nothing has started growing yet. And I haven't had a chance to really go out there and replant. So 
Um, I'm back at square one, and so hopefully, Megan, there will be some tomatoes, some beans, some onions, spinach, uh, what else? You know, chives, uh, uh, I can't remember, cilantro. I got a few things going, or that I want to plant at least, but um, I have no idea. Oh, and I have cucumbers, but I feel like all of them, I feel like I'm just... I'm just hoping for some miracle because I don't have a green thumb at all. Oh, no, I get that. My green thumb is black. Like, it does not exist. (laughs) So we're going to find out if growing things is really easy or really hard. And I'll let you know at the end of the summer. (laughs) Sounds good. I mean, my... I, I want to grow things, but again, I'm too terrified of spiders, and they will like my plants, and they will come just because they know I hate them. Uh. Uh, I You know, I know what you mean. I've, I'm not like, like we said last time, I'm not a huge fan of spiders, but I'm not terrified either. If there's one on me, I'm pretty, well, it depends on how big it is. I'm pretty calm, and I can kind of throw it aside, um, but... Yeah, it's not my not my favorite thing in the world to be around them either. No, no, definitely not. That would not be for me. Like, I love the idea of gardening. So, I mean, you let me know how it goes, and maybe I'll get the yeah. courage to do it. That's right. And maybe you could even... No, by then there will definitely be spiders in there. Never mind. I was in there today, and there were no spiders <laughs> that I could see. But, you know, it, it'll just take a little time. I'll admire from afar when I'm allowed to. Here you go. Yeah, I'm like here saying you should come over, but we're obviously still in quarantine, so yeah. I'll oh, just, so surreal. I'll just stand far away and stare and just see from afar what you're doing, and that'll yeah, be good enough can, for me. We can have a distant backyard meeting. Yeah, I'm sure, but especially as the summer goes on, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's your fail? Okay, so my making fun of my mom's ism. Uh, kind of blew up in my face. Karma's a bitch because I had three in the span of a 20 minute conversation. Um, <laughs> I was on the phone with a friend oh, yeah. of mine and I was trying to say a uh, long-term care home because we were talking about quarantines and uh, my friends in Nova Scotia and they've had some, some pretty big tragedies in long-term care homes. And I said, long-term hair comb. <laughs> And so then I immediately pictured like butt length hair, curly hair, and just this big ass comb trying to go through it. Um, (laughs) And then not two minutes later, we were talking music and I tried to say the Springsteen tune. And I said the Springteen stoon. Yeah, and then the, like, I don't even know how this came out of my face. Like, the next one is just ridiculous on so many levels. But I was quoting The Simpsons, um, and uh, the song that's in The Simpsons, Can I Borrow a Feeling? Can You Lend Me a Jar of Love? I was trying to say that, and I said, Can You Gend Me a Lar of Jove? Oh, my God. How do you mess something up that badly? I don't know. <laughs> it's all gibberish. And oh, all of so that great. in a 20 minute conversation. So after that, I said, I'm done. I'm done wording. There will be no more speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's because you're not in the classroom and you don't, you know, you're not, uh, I guess you don't have to. Re- oh, God. Okay. I can't. I can't even speak, so I don't even have an excuse. I really like, I, I'd like to say that it's because. 
like I'm normally in French during the day and English at night and they kind of get messed up in my brain. So, and my mouth just can't keep up, but that's not, it's really just karma. Like it really is. I spent my entire life from teenagehood to now making fun of slips like that from family members because I still, I love it. People messing up what they're trying to say is to this day, my favorite thing. (laughs) I love it. But I've made fun of it so much that I think it's now just karma coming back to bite me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, remember remember the anonymisms? Hold on. I got to see if I can find another one because I forgot I wanted to try and do that every episode. But, right. Or at least every couple. Um, I have megoisms. Oh, I, yeah, I do. Okay, I have one. So this person is a wonderful person. I just need to say that. But a lot of these anonymisms are coming from the same person. But it's just... I don't know. He's lovely and shags up the words all the time. (laughs) Listen, I know that all too well, so... I know. I know. But anyway, um, so he said one time, the way I looks at that, that's the way I sees it. Uh, Welcome like, to the Department of Redundancy Department. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. I know. Um, okay, so we did our corn wins and our corn fails. So I was going to ask you: Do you have a routine that you have, or that you go through every day since you've been in quarantine, or are you kind of all over the place and every day it's a little bit different? Oh, I have a a routine. I have a routine. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is creating so many more megoisms. Oh, see, this is why I don't talk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, for me, I think half of it was not being able to talk, is being on mat leave, but then being thrown into quarantine as soon as I was heading back to work. So I just feel like I've had a year and a half of mild brain work and I just lost my ability to speak (laughs) very little adult conversation I I get it 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 messes with you for sure uh but yes I do have a fairly regular routine at least during weekdays like I get up early and I'm still working from home so I do work and then around lunchtime I will take a walk and then I'll come back and do some more work and then I'll take another walk before supper. <laughs> and then like, it's pretty standard, boring, you know, work, eat, walk, work, eat, walk kind of thing. It uh, sounds to me like it's productive. Well, yes. But then after supper, then I have to spend the rest of the evening working on my master's course. So I, I'm on a screen all day. Uh, which sucks because by the time the weekend rolls around and I get, you know, maybe a day or so to relax a little bit, I have a splitting headache. So, (laughs) Oh yeah. That's really too bad. You do get a lot of headaches. I do. Yeah. 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 That sucks. And if it's not, you know, staring at a screen, it's the fluorescent lights in your office or something, you know, it's, it's definitely, it can't be good for you. It can't be good for anybody to be in an office with fluorescent lights. No, I mean, I turn off the lights in my office and I have a lamp uh, to the side that I light up. So my office is always really dark. Um, yeah. So I just have that one lamp going. So it kind of looks like it's like a nursery. Like I'm just in there taking a nap, honestly, but I'm not. Oh, I'm working. that's so nice. But it's yeah. so <laughs> nice. It's really nice. But, 
but like if I if I have a meeting and somebody's coming into my office, I'll have to turn on the light and I'm like, oh no, this is going to be painful. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I was in the classroom, I trained my students to like the lights are. If we have a lot of windows, so we could get a lot of daylight in, the lights are going to be off. If you can see and do your work, the lights are off. Like that's just yeah. <laughs> and I turned on as little as I possibly could because I it really is it really does irritate me a lot, and um, yeah, and I friggin' hate headaches and I get so many of them. Also another reason why I don't like to drink because part of my hangover is a two-day headache. Um, oh god. Yeah, it's bad. But I mean, routine-wise, it's great to have a steady routine like that, but there's also the fact that like there's no real balance either. Like I don't know when to shut off from one and turn on the next. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know That's how to right. stop working and have some me time or work on my course or stop working on my course to do this. It just kind of all the time kind of melds together at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, no, I can I can totally see that. I think I crave routine. But honestly, you know, a lot of people say that when you have a kid, there is a routine, you know, they wake up at the same time you get them their breakfast and then you know play or whatever then lunch and then whatever anyway I don't feel like I have a routine yes I we wake up relatively the same time we have okay your breakfast lunch supper but in between that I never know what we're doing and some days I don't brush my teeth until after supper and some days I get up and I'm like full face makeup okay I'm just gonna admit that's probably twice in the last year and a half. (laughs) But, you know, it's just, it's kind of all over the place for me. And I don't have, uh, you know, something that I do every day. Like me and the baby wake up and we go for a walk at 1030 AM. You know, the, the weather here is just not predictable. So I just don't have any routine. I don't even know how to have one, to be honest, because I feel like with a kid, you have to be flexible. But then I hear other people say you have to have a routine. So I'm, I'm so curious to know um, what other people are doing and how their, their quarantine experience is going. Are, do they have a routine that they stick to? If you have a kid, um, what do you think works better, having a strict routine or actually being a little bit more flexible with it? Um, and if you do have any tips on that, you should totally go to our link that we're going to leave in the Facebook page or on our Facebook page. <laughs> A book is okay. I got to stop talking. <laughs> so it was bound to catch up you to want... you. You went so long. Like I cannot go that long without messing something up. You did so well. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like I'm messing everything up tonight. I'm, I'm half asleep or something. Maybe it's that, that glass of wine I just had. Maybe it, it really hit me hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we're going to have a link um, where you can actually click on it on our Facebook page and leave us a voice message. So if you want to be on the podcast, we can play it. If not, just let us know and we can listen to it and just... Um, Uh, answer your question without playing your voice message. So um, yeah, check out our Facebook page, Don't Be Talking, and we'll put the link there once this uh, episode is up. I'm excited to hear what other people are doing because I can't like, I'm trying to stick to a routine, but I find it so hard. So I want to know what other people are doing to maintain that. If they are, maybe everybody's, there's no routines right now. Everything is just chaos for everybody. I don't know. (laughs) 
oh man, all I'm doing is eating terrible things all of the time. And some people are talking about losing weight and I'm just like, what? I have it in my head and this is so unhealthy, but I have it in my head that I'm just getting fat and then I'm just going to have to deal with it later. (laughs) I don't know. That's probably Um, the wrong attitude to have. I'm working my butt off, walking all the time, watching everything that I eat, trying to lose weight. And then I, a cheesecake is made in this house and of course I'm going to have some. And then all that effort is just like two pieces of cheesecake away from being ruined and guaranteed two pieces of cheesecake is going to be consumed. So, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? I think that's, that's the right way to do it. You know, there's a healthy balance. Um, I remember you calling me and you said, I said, what are you up to? And you said, oh, I just went on this really long walk. Me and mom were gone out. I was gone for two hours or whatever it was. It was a long walk. And I was like, wow, good for you. I'm on the couch for the last how many hours eating candy and chocolate and chips and a glass of wine. (laughs) And I was like, I'm a lazy piece of shit. But I couldn't I don't know, man. I used to be so healthy and uh, I wouldn't sit down and eat a pile of garbage. I mean, no, that's a lie. I would, but I would also exercise. So I never really focused a lot on what I ate, but I loved exercising. Uh, I don't really do any exercise right now. It's terrible, besides running up and down the stairs and uh, chasing my child. Which Um, is a lot of exercise because we've already just already discussed how your child is a Hulk baby and he's like a little monkey so like it it takes a lot of work to keep up with him (laughs) it's so true man he is a monkey Uh, okay so today my father came over and he was installing some new smoke detectors in the rooms in our bedrooms and uh he brought a stepladder and like a, a tall stepladder And so I just wanted to see what Max was going to do. And he started to climb up the first one. And then he actually so quickly and flawlessly just climbed to the top of the ladder. Oh, my God. And I was behind him. I I mean, of course, I I was just seeing what he was going to do. And he was loving it. He got on the top like King Kong with one hand just like kind of started hanging (laughs) (laughs) hang it a little bit and then he saw a sticker on the top of the ladder and he started peeling it off and it like a little hulk baby he started peeling it and just throwing it so aggressively like get this shit off of this ladder get this shit off (laughs) (laughs) it was just the funniest sight and I wish that I got it on camera because I can't I don't I feel like nobody's gonna believe me but I just want people to see how how insane it was for a baby to climb it and be like so confident the first time, you know. I see, and it's stories like that that makes me terrified to ever have a kid, honestly, because I'm such a nervous person. And my mom has told me stories about my brothers too, because they were just like that, like little monkeys climbing everything, getting into everything. And it terrifies me because I'm such a nervous person, but at the same time, that's adorable and hilarious. <laughs> I know. And your mom actually told me a story about your brothers. She, Meg has twin brothers. So. Uh, you might be able to tell this better, but it's the one where they went down uh, kind of like near the cliff. Oh, yes. Oh, they were playing Spider-Man. They were seven years old playing Spider-Man. I mean, we lived in a very small town. They were playing up the street and um, 
I mean, we lived on the water, so there was a cliff through the woods. You had to go through the woods a little bit to get there, but then there was a cliff that dropped down to rocks and ocean. And um, so they were up, uh, according to mom and dad, they were up playing at their friend's place, but they were actually playing Spider-Man on this cliff. They decided it was a good idea. And uh, they all kind of went down a little bit and climbed back up. But one of my brothers went down a little too far and couldn't get back up. The sand kept sliding. Every time he tried to climb, he would just slip down further. And there was this little branch of a tree sticking out that he was balancing on on his foot. And um, one of our neighbors had to go down on a rope to get him and, and bring him back up. Of course, my dad was totally panicked. My dad was 6'4". Um, like he was, you he you recognized him in a room because he was very tall and just very recognizable. But when he was panicked like that, he just turned white as a sheet, and so he was terrified. And finally, got got him up anyway. They went down on a rope and got him up. And the whole walk back home, Dad basically just kicked them down over the hill, like get the Jesus down over the hill. <laughs> But, I mean, to this day, that tree uh, is still growing out of the cliff, um, like, sideways, like, uh, horizontal, growing out of the cliff. And that's the tree that saved my brother's life. That is so crazy. You have to – next time you're home, you need to uh, take a picture of that. I really want to see it. Yeah. I have an image in my head, and I just want to see if it's, like – I mean, obviously, a tree growing out of the side of a cliff, that's a pretty easy image to have. But I just want to see it for myself in a picture. But, like, that story, that story is, like, yes, it's terrifying, but that's not even close to the worst thing. That's that's the thing. Like, they were – little devils they got into everything and there's a reason why they they work with their hands now and they i mean they build complex things because they were constantly curious and when they were younger they um they were 18 months old maybe and we had a fenced yard uh, with a gate and they couldn't get over the fence um but they figured out how to open the gate so mom tied the gate closed and she she must have put 30 40 knots in this thing and um, they managed to hook that out with a stick they found, hook every knot out and got out of the yard and went across the street to look down our neighbor's well. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, <gasps> mom, like every couple of minutes, mom would look out, make sure they were still playing. And she looks out and all of a sudden she sees them over dangling, looking in a well. She didn't want to scream because she was afraid she'd startle them and they'd slip in. So she took off running and grabbed both of them by their collars and hauled them back. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. That stresses me out just hearing that. I and, know. and I keep thinking that now is the, the dangerous time when he doesn't know any better, but really... That's going to be, oh, God, I'm going to stress out. Well, I need to bubble wrap him. That's the thing. They weren't very much older than what Max is now when that happened. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to, yeah, he's totally, he's going to be in everything. I, I mean, he already is in everything. But there's a baby gate on our back deck right now. Um, and it's kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of, um, anyway, whatever. I don't know how to explain it. It doesn't have the vertical slats. But um, it's kind of one of those plastic ones that have a bunch of little holes in it. But the worst part is when it slides open, there's almost like a little ledge on the exposed part. You know, um, I don't know how to explain this. But anyway, (laughs) there's a little ledge there that he can get his foot on. And he has almost hoisted himself up and over uh, down the stairs. Oh, he will figure that out. A couple of times. 
he he will no doubt figure it out because the gate has only been up for about a week and he's already halfway there, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I said my brothers were 18 months old. I feel like that's a little too young for that. They were probably older than that. But it was also a different time, too. Like, there was no thought of anything like that happening. Now we have more more knowledge and more equipment to protect. And even then, they're still figuring it out. Like, Max will no doubt figure that out. <laughs> oh, totally. You know what he's really curious about? Um, I have this clear kettle, but it lights up different colors when it reaches different temperatures. <laughs> it's it's so tacky, but so cool at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I think it sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't know why, but it brings me joy. But anyway, it brings Max more joy. And every time he sees it, he wants to get in my arms so he has a better view. He asks to get up, and then he points at the kettle, and he wants to go over there and touch it. He just keeps his hand out, like, get me closer, get me closer, and then he reaches for it. And I'm obviously not getting close to it, so I'm standing back, and and I keep saying, you can look at it, but you can't touch it. But it's only a matter of time before he can just get up there on the counter and potentially touch the hot kettle or tip it over or whatever. It scares the hell out of me. Oh, absolutely. And if it, if it interests him like that, he will find a way. Like my brothers, my mom had, uh, I mean, this was this is the late seventies and my mom had these two like oversized fork and spoon on the wall and my brothers loved them and wanted to use them to bake a cake. So one day when they were again, not much older than Max, went out and hauled out all the drawers and used them as stairs to get up to get them. So move the kettle away from drawers. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm in the clear because there's only cupboards, but you never know. He'll find a way. There's yeah. shelves in the cupboards. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, and I, I, this is the thing when you become a mom, and maybe before, I don't know, but when I became a mom, All I do now is scan for hazards. That's all I do. My brain is working in overtime. It's just constantly looking around for what could kill my child. So I'm looking around for small things on the floors of every house I go into. I'm trying to see how close knives are to the counter because he can kind of reach his hand up and grab whatever's at the edge of the counters. Uh, every time I have a pot or something on the stove, I constantly make sure the handles are facing inward, but it scares me because I mean, the pots are close to the edge of the stove, no matter what, whether the handle is in or out. So every time I boil something, I go through this hypothetical, terrible situation. I mean, I must have mama anxiety, you know, (laughs) like I must have an extreme amount because I go through hypotheticals in my brain that I don't know if other people could imagine. (laughs) I just feel like it's absurd. (laughs) But I think about, okay, what will I do if he pulls down the hot water on him? Like, obviously call 911, but what would I do before that? Would I, like, take off all of his clothes or would I just have to wait? Or, you know, I just don't know how to handle that situation. And that's what I think about every time I cook something. <laughs> uh, see, I, I get that, though, because I'm a very anxious person. I worry about everything all the time. Like when my, my, my little man, my little godson was a baby, I was the same way. I was terrified of everything. Um, the you first, have to be. Oh, yeah. The first time he had solid foods, his mom videoed it for me uh, because I wasn't there at the time. One of the few days I wasn't there. <laughs> She videoed it to to send me, and it was um, 
he gagged a little because it was his first time, which is very common. But me immediately and his mom, too, because she dropped the phone and went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I felt oh the same way. Like, oh, my God, is he OK? So I got on the phone and called him like, what did you do to my kid? <laughs> Oh, oh, like I panic yeah, constantly. It's, uh, like, it's not a good feeling. I get it. <laughs> that's part of life now. And I mean, everybody, you know, like you, you were like a different, you were another parent to your godson, you know, you were there all the time. So yeah, you totally have that. And, and any mom or even people with animals, you have to really think about that stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm really anxious all the time about anything anyway. Like I have anxiety. And so when even if I'm cooking now, I think, oh, God, what if the cat jumps up and walk across, walks across the burner and burns its paw? Like, I, yeah. what, what do I do? Oh, you know what? My cat did once. Actually, a couple of cats have done this now. Um, <laughs> clearly, I'm not learning. Uh, every time I light a candle, it seems like, not every time, but every cat I've had at least once has put their tail in the candle and, like, caught it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, not caught it on fire. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but they singed. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and it smelled so bad. They singed their fur on their tail and to the point where I ran over and patted it or put water on it or whatever to help them. But, but oh it seemed God. like they weren't harmed. It was just the fur, but still. I said the magic word. I said the C word. I said cat. So they heard me now. So if you hear distant meowing and somebody like trying to get in my door, that's what it is. I'm in a room and oh I close it off so I could do this. And they will, they're trying to get in now. I said the cat word. So, Oh, well, that's okay. Cause, uh, my cat was up here meowing and I don't know if that was while we were recording or if it was right before and then you probably heard a few times throughout you telling us the story about your brothers um my husband snuck up here to grab some cheese and crackers so there was some like crumpling <laughs> and he was like anything. I'll be quiet and I was like okay and then there was crumpling and then I poured a glass of wine and I could see the waves on the recording move and I was like ah shit it caught everything <laughs> I didn't hear anything, at least. I know, you though. Didn't? Okay. I didn't, but I mean, I, I'm using the mic built into my computer because my headset was so muffled the last time. But now, yeah, that's the, what I'm using. The downside to that is it picks up everything. So, I mean, I've, and I had the computer on my lap, so I moved once, and then I saw the little spike, and I'm like, oh, no. I know. And, and I laid my glass down and I was thinking, oh, I did that quietly. Okay. I'm going to pour up a glass. And then it was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be hilarious to listen to this after. Uh, oh man. But yeah, I mean, all that to say, uh, I mean, routines are great in theory, but I don't know how well they are in practice. <laughs> well, we do them. I know. I've I've just never been somebody who's had a routine. There are certain people that I know, they wake up, actually one of my friends wakes up every morning and she has cereal and coffee mixed together instead of milk. What? Yeah, so she has like cornflakes and then she pours coffee in the cornflakes. And I, so I spent, um, this I met her about, I guess, mm, 10, 12 years ago and when we were living in South Korea and I remember the first time I saw that and I was like, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, that she kind puts... of sounds brilliant though, because I uh, mean, if I didn't give up coffee, I because I, I love coffee and I love cereal. So it seems like it's a good thing. Well, honestly, at the time I was like, uh, that 
doesn't sound good. And now I'm thinking that's brilliant, like you said, because yeah, why not get it all down in one shot, man? Yeah, kill two birds with one stone. That's, that's right. Brilliant. Get my get coffee. Two birds stoned at once. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, again, I just want to reiterate that we would love for you to leave a voice message. And it could be about anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be about routine and, you know, if you're sticking to it and what you're doing in quarantine. It could be about anything. I mean, I would personally love to hear hear your isms. I would love to hear it. True. (laughs) If you shagged up any sentences, please let us know those. Yes. Uh, What your routine is, if you have one, if you don't have one. How the hell to get through quarantine with a toddler listen man please give me tips please and uh, yeah whatever you want really but uh anyway like i said i'm gonna leave that link in the facebook group um don't be talking not group facebook page don't be talking and um i look forward to hearing your messages we can actually say we look forward to hearing from you oh my god yes (laughs) See, it worked out. It was just um, foreshadowing. There you go. Right? I said that in the first episode, and I was like, oh, well, we're not going to hear them at all, but we are. (laughs) So, Meg, thank you so much for joining me again today, and hopefully always. And I guess until next time, don't be talking.